0: This is the Health, Hope and Healing podcast. If you've ever wondered if there was more to life, if you find yourself yearning for connection, more purpose, more fulfillment, you're in the right place. We believe God dreamed more for you when he dreamed the dream of you. So this is an invitation, an invitation for you to take your next step into all Jesus did for you on the cross, all that's available here and now. So come on, let's step in and Maybe it's time to step up. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast. My name is Brady Daniel. This is the podcast of health, hope, and healing. All things helpful, all things hopeful, all things healing. We are in the month of August. And uh, for those of us that are here in Texas, it is hot. We have one temperature in the summertime. and It is hot. Well, what is the temperature? Uh, You know, what's the humidity? It's hot, hot, hot. And so if you are in a state that you are getting cooler temperatures, then for all of us Texans, we are jealous, or at least I can speak for myself. I am jealous. And so we continue to dream for cooler days, knowing that we're going to get there and um, maybe dreaming of Christmas and the opportunity of it being a little bit colder. But when you start thinking about Christmas, you start thinking about Christmas shopping and you may be upset that I even brought that up here in August, because it seems like we're constantly every year, Christmas and Christmas ideas and all the festivities can come out a little bit sooner and sooner every year. It seems like, but this month we're going to be talking about relationships. We're going to be talking about marriage. We're going to be talking about love and validation. We're going to be talking about communication, the what, the how, and the why of communication. And so really to kind of give you a 30,000 foot view of where we're going, we are talking about how do we strengthen the bond between us and our spouse? And what would that look like? What are the complexities? Uh, what would it look like for us to actually get to where we hope to land by the end of this month as we talk about all things within relationships? And as we think about the dynamic of love, we we address the one who is love, and that's God himself. And we see the dynamic of the 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 foundation of all things being the cross and how the cross establishes our connection with the Father through the Son and power through the Spirit. But the thesis of the cross is to think differently, to think differently. And so we understand that when we experience pain, that when pain assimilates in, it brings a message along with it. Pain typically brings a message that is contradictive to the message of the cross. So if the cross communicates to think differently, then what is it that we have experienced that you, as you're listening to this, have experienced and that you are thinking about your spouse, your marriage, your relationship? And as a result of that, God would want you to think differently. Well, Brady, that's easier said than done. Okay. But the idea, could it be possible? Do we have a mindset and a belief system that it can't? Because as the mind goes, the body follows. And again, you hear me communicate that time and time again, for those of y'all that have tuned into this before, and you're going to continue to hear me to bang that drum because I really do believe that as the mind goes, the body follows. And so to the extent that we believe creates impact, to the extent that we believe creates impact. And so a lot of times the idea that we can actually give in to our beliefs because we've experienced, it's become cyclical. It's become to the point that we don't believe we haven't experienced the fruition of it looking any different. So we can actually be like Thomas. Well, until I put my fingers in the holes of Jesus' hands, I can't believe any differently. And that would have been me as well. That wouldn't, it wouldn't be. The doubting Thomas, as we know him to be, it'd be the doubting Brady, because I'd be very similar in that very opportunity. But what would it look like for us to sit there and say, can there be a a possibility? Can there be a probability for our relationships? If they're strong to get stronger, if we feel like that they're not strong, for them to take steps into getting stronger. And then what does our role look like as we sit there and say, okay, if the thesis of the cross the thesis of the cross is to think differently Then, how am I thinking about my spouse? How am I thinking about our relationship? How am I thinking about my marriage? And what would it look like for me to think differently based upon that? When I think about my marriage, when I think about my spouse, is it typically positive? Is it typically negative? Is it based on pain? Is it based on love? How do I see my marriage? How do I see my spouse? Within relationships, especially our marriage, what we find is the two-step of life is that it's not if we step on each other's toes, it's when. Not if we step on each other's toes, but when. And when we step on each other's toes, to what level of intensity do we step on each other's toes? And when we step on each other's toes, what happens? What's the interpretation? Man, I can't believe he did that. I can't believe she did that. Boy, she did that because of fill in the blank. And and not only that our toes got stepped on, but the interpretation that we receive, the message that we receive in the midst of pain. Because, Because pain does a couple of different things, and we'll talk a little bit more about this. But pain reverts energy backwards, and we start thinking in old ways. We start believing in old ways. Pain makes us doubt truth pain makes us question our identity our destiny and our purpose and we're going to talk a little bit more about that at a later date and time with theological um, illustrations to back those things up but the dynamic of if our toes get stepped on not if but when and the interpretation and if it happens the first time oh they're so cute they stepped on my toes but the 450th time you're sitting and thinking if he steps on my toes one more time, I'm going, or or if she steps on my toes one more, we don't like our toes being stepped on. So as we continue to do life with our spouse, how do you assess your marriage? Good, great, fair, okay, not good because there's the opportunity of taking a step how by first addressing how we see it how we think about it can it get better could it get better and can it get better how do i think about that and how do i take the first step if if in essence we want it to get better we want to we want to be able to think differently then where do we find ourselves in this very present moment because in order for us to get to any place of destiny destination we have to know where we're going and we have to know where we are. We have to know where we're going and those are usually talked about within the the parameters of goals and goal setting and rightfully so, but we also have to understand where we are. It's kind of like going to the massive mall, you find yourself coming up through the first door that you uh, near the parking lot that you park and as you walk through the door there is a kiosk there. Why? because they want you to be successful. They want you to go and spend money. They want you to be able to enjoy your time there. And if you know that you need to go to the foot walker or wherever it is, and you look up and you're saying, okay, it's on the third story by the food court, great. But if you don't know where you are, it may take you an exhaustive amount of time to actually get there. And who knows if you'll actually get there. Why? Because we can actually get indifferent. We can actually get apathetic to the extent of how much time and energy it takes to get there that we may actually sit down or leave and actually get to the very store that we want. And that's why on those kiosks, there's always some type of symbolic symbol, symbolic symbol, a symbol there usually in the formation of a star or a circle or something like that that says, you are here. Why? Because if you know where you are and where you're going, then guess what? You have a greater opportunity of actually getting there. So as we think about the dynamic of our marriage, as we think about the dynamics of our spouse, what's the goal? Where do we want to get to? Thinking differently. Okay, awesome. Then we revert back and say, where are we? Where are we? And where are we going? Where are we? And where are we going? And as we look at the idea of knowing that the foundation of all things is to love and to be loved. Now, I know there's research out there that talks about, well, Brady, it's love and respect. Well, I personally believe that if we dissected respect, what we really received based upon respect is love because God is love. And so the dynamic of that is foundational to everybody whether man or woman, that we need love and to be loved. We need to express love, to give love, and to receive it. And we go to great lengths to that. So if the foundation of all things is is love, we receive it through acceptance, and we communicate it through validation. Validation is I see, I hear, and I understand. I see you, I hear you, and I understand. A lot of times we miss validating one another, which can communicate accepting the, one another, which can communicate loving the other individual, because we miss validating each other because we don't agree with them. Because we don't agree with them. Well, Brady, it's easy to validate what you agree with. I Absolutely. But if we only see validation through the lenses of agreement, then what we miss is the fact that validation is about recognition. Validation is about recognizing somebody in their time of pain. Well, Brady, what if I don't agree with what, what's them being, being hurt? Again, if we only see validation and we only validate people in times that we agree with them, then we can actually communicate, even though this isn't our heart, but it's about how the person receives it. They may actually receive a lack of acceptance, which communicates rejection and or a lack of love if we know that everything within us from a cellular standpoint is to lean into things that are loving and accepting then then everything within us from a cellular level is to lean away from things that are painful and rejecting and as we sit there and want to move closer to our spouse but the dynamic of us of, of us seeing or receiving rejection, and everything within us is pulling us further away. How do we do this in a way that's going to be sustainable? And this is why the dynamics of validation and allowing that to be a tremendous foundation as individuals learn how to do it, then what they can communicate to one another is acceptance, which can communicate to the dynamic of the very greatest need that we all have to love and to be loved, to express love and to give love. So validation. I see you. I hear you. I understand you. It's not agreement. It's not agreement. It's not agreement. It's not agreement. Now, can it include agreement? Absolutely. But if we only see it as agreement, like I said earlier, then we will miss it. We will miss it. And it can can create the interpretation that can cause devastation to your spouse. Think about it as a, a little toddler that you care deeply for, and this little toddler falls and scrapes their elbow, and they run up to you and they're pointing to their elbow, crying and snot, kind of covering their face, and they're communicating this: "My elbow, my elbow, oh my elbow." And you're assessing. You're like, "Okay, there's no bone protruding from the skin. There's no blood. There's no. Okay, yeah, there's a little bit of redness. Okay, they seem upset, but what? hey, you know what? Get out of here. You're you're fine." Go on, move it along, move it along. Now that individual not only has one pain, but has two, and the second is worse than the first. That second pain actually is that the person that I care about did not see me in my time of pain, and that is detrimental. And as we grow up, that very need does not go away. To whom that we look to to receive it changes. Now, for those of us that our parents are still alive and um are, are close by that can speak into this, that can affirm that, that is amazing. But who do we look to to validate those times of pain? We look to our spouse. We look to the one that we're doing live with, and we are sharing and showing the areas of pain and what happens when that person doesn't validate. It hurts. And that person may not may not be able to, they can't, they won't, whatever it may be, and when we feel like they can't or won't, then it puts us in a very hostage-esque experience to the point where we're chasing them around saying, hey, please, please see, please, please, right here, right here, right here, and they're running away or they're getting frustrated, and that can make us feel very Powerless, very helpless, very much like a hostage in an experience of, man, why won't you give me the very thing that I need more than anything? Don't you love me? Don't you care about me? And and as a result of that, we start questioning and doubting dynamics between us. We start questioning and doubting love between us because of something that is very foundational is being withheld. And we need it so desperately so that it can validate us. It can validate what we're experiencing and we can receive it to be able to move forward. So validation. What does it look like to be able to receive it from our spouse? It's amazing. It is amazing. What happens when we don't? It feels very, very much like a hostage experience. So the dynamic of what happens when we don't ex- when we don't get receive it from our spouse. How do we turn internal? How do we allow the mind to turn inward to the body to actually acknowledge and own what's going on inside of us? Brady, right now I hurt. Right now I'm in pain. Right now I'm upset. Right now I'm whatever the body's is 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 feeling. Can the can the mind actually? Give it the voice. Allow the energy, that it, the, the, the emotion that is that is permeating within us to give it a voice. The most powerful things that we've been given, of course, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, but the dynamics of a mind to think, to meditate upon the very truth and declarations of what God says about us, absolutely, but also for us to have a voice. We feel very powerless without our voice. And we feel very powerful with our voice. And so when things permeate within the body, if we don't allow our minds to turn inward and actually give that energy of voice, then we feel very powerless. So the dynamics of if we don't get that from our spouse, or even if we do the dynamics of how do we turn inward and actually validate ourselves. Right now, I'm hurt. Right now, I'm sad. Right now, I'm upset. Right now, I'm scared. Right now, I'm fearful. Right now, I'm inferior. Right now, whatever it is we feel, we acknowledge and own. Whatever we feel, we acknowledge and own. Whatever we feel, we acknowledge and own. Allowing the mind to tell the body what's going on so the mind and body can assimilate together, two in one. And we can continue to move forward to the very destination that we want to get to. As the mind goes, the body follows and as the mind turns inward to tell the body what's going on and to give it a voice by giving it the interpretation of what the emotion is so that we can invite God into that god will you come into my anger god will you come into my sadness will god will you come into my anxiety god will you come in god will you come in will god will you come in but as he comes into that very place he brings all his all his peace and all his patience and all his goodness and all his kindness and all his faithfulness and all his self-control into that very area so that we can emote and get that energy attached with that emotion out. We can get that out through breathing, through praying, through um, through tapping emotional freedom technique, from uh, journaling through all these different great tools of, of being able to emote So that we can get to this place of thinking differently. What does God want us to think about in in all actuality? Who He says that we are. Oh, that's right. I'm a child. I'm a child. I'm a God. I'm a child of 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 God. And over 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 again, and getting that in us. And getting that in us. So the dynamics of how we interact with our spouse, we're not looking to take something from them. We're actually taking, we're, we're, we're actually looking to deposit something in them because of the love in that moment that God has deposited in us, because of a moment in time that we feel pain that guess what? We can allow God to come in us, dwell in us and through us. As a mentor I used to have used to say, I used to say it a little bit more elegantly than that. But the dynamics of how do I continue to allow my, the love of God to, to permeate in me. So it can flow out of me to my spouse. And I'm not looking just to take something from them in in all regards of, hey, do you see me, spouse? Do you hear me? Do you understand me? Of course, we want that. We need that. We desire that. But we're looking at this from the standpoint of putting something on our spouse. And from the dynamic in that is, can we receive the validation of heaven? Can we receive the words that God validates us constantly so that we can turn inward and and agree with that and validate ourselves in the moments that we feel pain so that we're not running around chasing our spouse, asking them to do something for us that only God can create the foundation for so that therefore, if we can receive that, then as a result of that, we can continue to move forward and not try to take something from our spouse, but to give something to our spouse. And so when we think about validation and we think about the opportunities where our spouse comes to us and say, hey, I'm hurt. Boy, you're right. That does look like that hurts. Wow. that That's hurtful. Wow, that's painful. But the moments of in, in, in times of pain, what does it look like turning to God first, receiving that true validation from him and allowing all of his peace and all his kindness and all of who he is to fill that very area? So that as we go to our spouse, it looks completely different of what we are looking to them in that very moment. So regardless if they can, or regardless if they can't, that guess what? The foundation has already been established. And as a result, we know that we're loved because an all-knowing, all-caring, all-loving God loves us. That all-knowing, all-caring, loving God accepts us. That all-knowing, all-loving God validates us. And as a result of that, the very need that we have, we've gotten. So that our spouse, instead of asking them for that, guess what? We've already gotten that 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 foundation, and so they can affirm, they can declare, we can continue to move forward. But as we turn to God, as we learn to receive His validation, then what does it look like in times that our spouse is coming to us? We can we can be that place that safe place to the extent of actually acknowledging them in their time of pain. Acknowledging them in their time of pain. Why? So the very dynamics of where they are emotionally in their limbic system, that that can actually create the opportunity of moving from that very space to this logical space where logic and spatial and analytics can take place so that two individuals can have a logical conversation. But typically that doesn't happen. Why? Because Whatever the pain is for the one person, and whoever that person is in pain, they are in an emotional state. They are in an emotional state of their mind, and the other person that they're coming to more than likely is in a logical state. So you're showing my age here on the AM station looking for an FM station, and you're wondering why it's not it's not coming in very well, if if at all, is because we're in two totally different parts. of the brain. And because of that, the dynamic of how we can help as a spouse is the dynamic of recognizing them when they, when, when your spouse is in that emotional state and recognizing when we are to validate that first and foremost in God and through us so that therefore we already have that foundation. But again, if we're moving to towards a spouse, the idea is to recognize that within them. Man, you look like you're upset. What's going on? Hey, that had that to hurt because recognizing people in their pain gives them the opportunity of moving from an emotional limbic orientation to a logical, spatial, and analytic space so that two individuals in a logical, analytical, spatial space can actually have a conversation where they can move and decide closer and whatever the outcome can be, they can actually think about it, compromise together and agree how they want to move forward. So when we think about love, when we think about acceptance, when we think about validation, how are we receiving validation from God? How are we validating ourselves? How are we validating our spouse? And again, it's not about agreement to our spouse. It's about recognizing. When we think about the idea of emotions, there are a lot of dynamics out there, whether it's emotionalism or whatever it is. Hey, don't listen to your emotions. They'll lie to you. Don't listen to your emotions because they lead you in the wrong path. And you know what? There's some truth in that. But you know what? Our emotions actually can be a tremendous indicator that gives us the indication that something's going on inside of us. And can we give attention to that? God is the God of awareness, and he's constantly creating opportunities for us to become further aware so that we can gauge our will to connect with him in all things. And the dynamic of this is if we see our emotions as being, well, don't listen to them, then as a result of that, we can miss something instead of the dynamics of what they can be. Fear not, for I am with you. What was the dynamics of addressing emotions first and then logic? Why? Because that is the natural progression of the the neurology. So as we participate and and operate in the same linear progression and addressing emotion first within ourselves, and when our spouse comes to us, we can recognize that, we can recognize it, we can recognize it, whether we agree with it or not, we can recognize that within them and we can communicate something that's going to be impactful so that they can lean in at a cellular level so that they feel accepted and they feel loved and they feel cherished, and they feel respected, and they feel these different complexities. Why? So the dynamics of what marriage can move in the direction that we all read about, we all watch these movies about, and we're sitting there thinking, yeah, those are all pipe dreams. Well, the dynamics of what marriage can be, can be something of beauty, can be something of amazement. We all step on each other's toes in marriage, but what does it create as a result? And what is the message that that pain is attempting to tell us about ourselves and about the other individual? So how do we acknowledge that? How do we own that? How do we invite God into that? So that therefore the interpretation, the way that we see our spouse, the way that we filter everything coming to us through our spouse doesn't become through the filter of pain, doesn't come through the filter of a belief system that they are a, are are. Um, something, a negativity. So as we continue to move forward through this month of looking at relationships and marriages and, and the complexities that we're going to talk about, how do we think differently? Well, Brady, my marriage is strong. Great. How do we think differently and continue to to get stronger in the area of our marriage? Well, Brady, my marriage is is struggling. Okay, then how can we think differently about that? What does that look like? you know, the dynamic of, you know, are are we, if it's, if it's abuse, that's one dynamic, right? But the idea is if it's not, then how do we think differently about it? How do we think differently about our spouse and our marriage so that we can take a step in order to move forward? And every step that we take, we can celebrate that we are getting stronger and stronger. And as a result of that, guess what? More than likely our marriage is getting better and better. Thank you for listening. We speak health, hope, and healing over you. For more information, visit our website at integratedcnw.com.